Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. Not Mr. Day, just MC because I forgot <laughs> to say it. How are you? I'm alright. How are you coping with the lockdown situation well? Alright, because I go out to work anyway because <laughs> I'm a key worker. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> My job is not glamorous. Well, let's not pull the curtain back too much. Yeah. Um, this is episode 20 of season 3 MC. We're two thirds of the way through. My God. What happened last time? Well, um, there was a new villain introduced, because we don't have enough of those. <laughs> uh, Ryan Spring, or as you have christened him... <laughs> fiddly O'Doodly. Fiddly O'Doodly. But that's just because I... I'm racist. No, because of my accent, my Irish accent, and the fact that he touches kids. And you're racist. And I'm racist. Um, so, yes... Uh, Another evil vampire. Um, going back <laughs> to the roots. Are they all evil? Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one's especially so because he mm. kills children or something. Yeah, he really upset Dom for some reason as well, who, who knew about him for some reason. Yes. Also. Yeah. So Dom's gone into a trance for 12 hours um, <laughs> yep. to find where he is by going into parallel dimensions. It was an astral plane, actually. Astral plane. Get it right. You. Yeah. <laughs> and in the meantime, Mamsie uh, went mm. along to the police station. Um, he uh, sneaked along into the sewers, ran into Horato, whoops, tried to stab him, <laughs> didn't really work, and Horato told him that Shinokan is gone forever, or yeah. dead, or something. Or I, I think he actually used the words truly dead. Yes. Whether he's just doing the whole villain, mm. oh, oh, he's dead really, but secretly he's okay in the safe that he's actually in. Let's, <laughs> I'm really hoping we don't revisit the urn demon safe. I mean, I feel like it's going to come up again and I'm really worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> also, it was good to see MC go after the SWAT for a change, because normally they just turn up at the mansion for a cup of tea and a fight. That's true. And destroy everything <laughs> and get their asses kicked. So now MC went to their home turf. That's he got true. beaten. Well, he didn't get really beaten. He didn't really fight, but yeah. he couldn't... Harato seems to be stronger than he lets on. Yeah, absolutely. With that yeah. Alright, well let's get into it then. This is episode 20, Friends and Family, part 2. Previously on Tomorrow Gason, Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinokan, MC and Chip, you all have something to worry about because the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Good night. The phone clicked as Chief Inspector Harato hung up. Shinokan recognised it when he saw the urn more clearly, but it wasn't in time. As he started to shout out to MC, the samurais removed the urn's lid and the slowdown started. The gang scanned the lobby. It was true. Shinokan was nowhere to be seen. Brad, this man says he has something important to tell you. Actually, I just thought I'd kill you all. Ryan dropped the now dead woman to the floor and smiled as he took a huge whiff of the children's fear. Ah, don't worry, kids. Just think of me as Santa come early. You're not human, are you? Hirato put his hands to his chest as if he was hurt. I'm shocked. Do I not look human? Because I am. I just made a pact with the devil a few hundred years ago. He, well, all will become clear soon. And as for your master, we're not stupid. We knew you'd be coming for him, so we got rid of him. He's far, far away, and he isn't coming back. He truly is <gasps> dead now. Hirato smirked. MC dropped to one knee. Shinno Khan was gone, and the realisation was just setting in. He was ready for a fight, but it wouldn't be at the moment. Hirato and the SWAT had gone. 
As Dom opened his eyes, he could tell it was early morning. The new light of the sun was beginning to creep in through the mansion's windows. Morning, Jay said, rubbing his eyes. Tell me you know where this nest is, and I didn't get up at five in the morning for no reason. <laughs> I, do you think Dom's well rested after 12 hours in a trance, or does it feel like you've been up all night? That's a very good point. Yeah, I hope he's okay, because mm. we don't need a magical wizard with sleep deprivation on our hands. The worst kind. <laughs> yes, I know where the nest is. Good, give me the address. Chip said. He startled Dom. Didn't see you there. He said, have you been up since 5-2? I mean, it's 5 now, so, I mean, if he has, he hasn't been up very long, has he? Uh, well, maybe they, you know, got up, had breakfast. Oh, to be fair, Jay says he got up at 5, yeah. not that it's 5 now, exactly. so that's my bad, okay. I haven't been to bed. You don't need much sleep nowadays, do you? It's like you in real life, <laughs> except you do need sleep. No, I've beaten sleep, I'm fine. <laughs> Nice cruisy four hours and I am good to go the next day. Good to go right now. <laughs> but I like that, you know, 15-year-old me writing this was like, oh, what can make Chip dark and edgy? I haven't been to bed. <laughs> I stayed up past my bedtime. My mum yelled at me and everything. <laughs> you don't need much sleep nowadays, do you? Chip said nothing. Do your victims haunt you in your sleep? Dom added. I like how he's literally Ooh. just woken up for his 12-hour trance. It's like, bam, zinger. I mean, surely Chip just dreams of his heroic sacrifice. <laughs> just give me the address. Chip said without a hint of emotion. Dom wrote the address down on a piece of notepaper in front of him and handed it to Chip. MC! Jay said as his friend walked into the lobby. How did it go? Chip asked, wanting to know immediately. MC took a second to answer. He's gone. Shinokan is gone. The four men were silent for a moment. Both MC and Chip had been through Shinokan's death before, but he had come back. Which meant they hadn't had to deal with it. Now, it was real. I guess I hadn't really considered that, that mm. Shinokan had died before. And also that they uh, didn't take the time to process emotional uh, <laughs> happenings in their life. You wonder why it goes wrong sometimes, really. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm trying to think of the time period, because he, he died uh, at the end of their year-long training. He did, And yeah. then they went to Tokyo, found an abandoned mansion, and then he just popped back up again. Is that how it happened? Pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, we'd have to consult, like, the first episode, I guess, because okay, I think right. that's when it happens. Because, you know, read that, because it's a page and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that was. So a short amount of time. So this is going to be the first prolonged period without their mm. uh, Ninja Master Probably slash Probably, like, two episodes before he comes <laughs> back again. You know where this nest is? Emerson finally asked. Chip nodded. They left. What's going on? Louise asked as she stepped out of the living room. She held her head as if it was going to explode. Of course, Louise and Tifa got hammered on tequila. Yes, they did. Yeah, they drank a lot of tequila. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chip and MC, they've gone to kill some vampires. Together? What about Shinokan? Tifa asked as she came into the lobby. She looked about as bad as Louise did. Jay said nothing, and they got the message. Tifa didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell where I'm going. I'll make us some coffee. Jay said. Two sugars in mine, Dom instructed. Painkillers with mine, Louise said. Why is he here? Tifa asked. I'll explain it all in a minute, Jay replied. I let Jay's become, like, 
the one that holds it all together now. Is, you know, it's like, like, you go off and fight the vampires, I'll make that tea and I'll everything. I'll get the tea in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you feel like Dom has kind of come in as a replacement Shin, though, Khan? I did. I think I said something about MC desperately grasping at father yes. figures at some point. Um, yeah, or at least he's the the mission of the week supplier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's Yeah, mission of the week, and he's the one who's like, I know this mysterious thing for some reason. Yeah. There is a vampire. How do you know? Don't know. Yeah. What happened in the astral plane? How did you find we the vampire? We don't talk about the astral nope. plane. <laughs> what happens in the astral plane stays in the astral plane. Do you think he had to perform some sort of like prostitute duties to get the information <laughs> is, he, is he like Shinokan where he just beats people up all the time in <laughs> astral dimensions maybe he's sucking off the elders <laughs> which would be interesting considering they can split into two men <laughs> <laughs> so it's more like spit roasted by the elders that's the house Chip said he and MC were parked by a small bungalow in a middle class area of Tokyo most of the residents were with at work or at school Every house had nice double glazing windows and a well-kept garden. That was my idea of middle I class. I was back in the say, day. yeah. <laughs> you didn't say doorbell, though. <laughs> the house had blacked-out windows and the grass was at least three foot high. There was even a car with more blacked-out windows right next to the side of the house. It's fine, they all think they're drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, it would stand out a bit, wouldn't it, in a middle-class area? Yeah. Yeah, surely the neighbourhood watch would have something to say about this. How many do you reckon are in there? Chip asked as he pulled a steak out of his jacket pocket. His jacket pocket, where you keep all the weapons? I know, it's like, um, what's the name of that thing where it's just infinite? You know, you put things in it and it's just... Bag of holding? Is that what it's called? Well, in d d it is. Okay, yeah. And it's just like unlimited space. It's like a TARDIS, you know, it's yeah. just bigger on the inside. I feel like the jacket pockets of the ninjas in this show are that. That's very true. Let's go and find out. MC stepped out of the car and headed towards the house. Chip also got out and chased after him. What if there's hundreds? We just can't go steaming in. You know, it strikes me that you don't seem that upset. What's that supposed to mean? MC stopped walking and turned back to Chip. He went up to him and the two ninjas stood nose to nose. (laughs) I think that's cooler in my head than it would be in reality. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody's grabbed the other person by the collar yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not Mm. yet, MC. See, I'm taking a little hard seeing as we just lost Shinokan, yet you're acting like it's another day in the park. Lovely day in the park, for a walk, get a dog out. <laughs> How the hell do you want me to act? In case you've forgotten, I spent the last few centuries of my life in hell. I'm going to learn how to spell that word eventually. It's kind of hard to get back from that. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have forgot that poor evil Chip had to pay for the lives he destroyed. But it seems you got another chance. Seems you finished paying for it. What do you call what I do every day? Getting through the next minute is hard enough for me without Shinra Khan being... Chip paused gone but maybe you're not everything you seem to be the chip i used to know would be busting his ass trying to work for redemption instead of walking around like a pussy moping about what torture you're going through maybe what you've really been doing is working from the inside (gasps) divide and conquer you figured that last year you couldn't kill us because together we're all too strong for you so this time you got rid of shinokan or maybe you sucked him into that urn because he found out what you're really up to what do you think chip does that sound like I'm getting close to your evil plan? Whoa, MC's just lost it, hasn't he? Whoa. Also, your face is ugly. <laughs> your pussy. <laughs> I think this is the bit, you know in a TV show when mm. everyone has issues but they don't talk about oh, them, yeah. they just ignore them and then they just explode with anger <laughs> or passion or something and it all comes out. I think this is it right yeah. now. This is where we've got to with MC and Chip. This is where we break up. <laughs> 
And then there's like a, a, a montage with sad music where we're like looking out the window while it's raining. Well, we've been through some hard times, we a lot have. of murder and yeah. killing. <laughs> I mean, do we think Chip is going to be evil? Is he part of this or...? I don't think Chip's going to be evil, or I don't think he's going to be intentionally evil. Yes. There's a possibility that he is uh, somehow unintentionally part of mm-hmm. um, uh, Harato's plan. It, I wouldn't put it past 15-year-old me to try and retcon evil Chip and be like, oh, he was being controlled all along. Oh, yeah, that'd be good I mean, one. I think that could be a, a potential thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be really lame. <laughs> Chip could feel his hands clenching. He'd like nothing more than for him and MC to have a throwdown right there and then. But he let it pass for the time being. I think that we should work on our stealth, otherwise the nest of vampires we're about to kill will hear us sneaking up on them. I do think of passive-aggressive ninjas who just keep getting into arguments when they're stealthing around. Oh, it's just like you to forget the shurikens, isn't it? I was standing in that shadow. Surprised you can fit with all the fucking biscuits you've been eating lately. Well, that just feels personal. <laughs> For now, they parted and continued with the mission. So they stood nose to nose that entire time, just yelling at each other. <laughs> I think the neighbourhood has just generally tuned out any weirdness <laughs> after the the drug dealing neighbours. They're just this is probably quite normal actually. Two deranged people coming up to call on the house, having an argument. I can imagine there's a lot of curtains twitching right yeah. now. For now, they parted and continued with the mission. Nothing had been settled, but they both knew they had work to do. They split up. Chip went round the back whilst MC knocked on the front door. Excuse me, <laughs> vampire inspector. A ninja call in. He thought he might try that. I'm the postman routine to see if the vamps would just happen to answer the door and drag him in for a meal. What is the I'm the postman routine? Hello, I'm the postman. <laughs> oh no, I'm being bitten by vampires. Oh, what a classic. I know. There was no answer. MC tried the doorknob. It was locked. He twisted it further and felt the lock break easily with his ninja strength. That was ripped off from Major, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I think every TV show's done something like that, though, haven't yeah. they? But definitely from Angel. Every TV show <laughs> involving supernatural vampires. I mean, the only one I watch is Angel, so... Yeah, true, true. As he stepped inside the bungalow... I'm sorry, the fact that it's a bungalow makes it funnier to me as well. <laughs> These vamps have gone like, right, we need a nest where we can all hold up. Here's a really middle-class area with a lovely little garden. Like, a bungalow. A bungalow. Just in case Grandma comes to stay, you know, she's not good with stairs. As he stepped inside, he saw the bungalow was as dark as the sewer he had been in last night. The vampires had done a good job of keeping the sunlight out. He had spent all night down there, mourning the loss of Shinno Khan, so his eyes had adjusted to the blackness pretty well. MC hasn't slept either. No, he hasn't. Sleep-deprived ninjas. He's been crying in a sewer all night. (laughs) (laughs) Just like in real life. (laughs) But having been out in the hours of the light, his vision was blurred again. He waited to be attacked. The back garden was just as unkept as the front. In fact, it was worse. There were bits of old machinery and debris containing wood, brick and stone lying around. The wooden fence had fallen on the ground and was... And in was little pieces. Mm -hmm. And in was little pieces. Chip picked up a bit of the broken fence and shoved it in his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Jacket pocket. He's got like his his lunch in there. He's got his friend, like a book. Another stake was always handy. There was a shed at the bottom of the garden with scorch marks up one side and a hole in the other. The padlock had been broken off and the door was open by a few centimetres. The entire garden looked like a rubbish tip, but less tidy. What's been going on? I don't know, it's crazy. What have these vampires been up to? 
One thing's for certain, they're not very green-fingered. Yay. Right? <laughs> no, just... No, yeah. yeah. I, I thought... I expected more depth. I was trying to look for the pun. Well, that was no. your first mistake with me, wasn't it? <laughs> How long have you known me? <laughs> Chip stepped around the sharp-looking bits of rock and wondered what happened. On second thoughts, he'd rather not know. There was a small porch at the back of the house that led to the back door. The porch floor was covered with glass as someone, or something, had punched all the glass windows out. Chip pushed a door and it collapsed, falling off its last two hinges. The back door was also open. The glass cracked under Chip's feet, but he figured that any vampire who might be a match for the two ninjas would already be alert to their presence. Their argument in the street a few moments before wasn't the best of entrances. And whose fault is that? <laughs> I mean, it was MC's, really. He started the fight. Yeah. Yeah, so... I know, but I was making a joke. Shut up, Jesus. I'm trying to <laughs> read here. fingered Chip doubted he and MC would ever trust each other again. Yeah, me neither after that green-fingered <laughs> comment. <laughs> he knew MC was right. He deserved to be in hell for all eternity for his crimes, but he wasn't. He had returned, and as Shinokan had said many times, it was for a reason, be that good or evil. I feel like Shinokan could have been a bit more encouraging there. Like, rather than being like, well, you're back for some reason, maybe it's to do more evil. You know, all that evil stuff you're doing that you feel terrible about, that stuff. Maybe it's more of that. Maybe that's why you're back, eh? Eh? Could be that. Yeah, I guess he's never been like, but it is what you make it, you know? Like, exactly. It's a prophecy, exactly. but you could still change. Maybe it's undecided because it's up to you to decide. Yeah. Nope, he never said any of that. <laughs> I'm glad the dick's dead. <laughs> the back door led into a kitchen. Again, it was messy and didn't look like it had been used in months. Chip made a mental note of the knives sitting in the stand. Put them in his jacket pocket. <laughs> the sink was piled over with pots and pans and the tiles on the wall were cracked and broken. All that went in the jacket pocket as well. <laughs> there was a red substance stained on the white tiles. Chip guessed it to be blood. He pulled out his stake and headed for the door at the other end of the kitchen. He could hear someone on the other side. He reached for the door handle. Chip opened the door, stake held high, ready to stab any undead creature in the heart. He lunged forward, but stopped before he stabbed MC. Any normal man wouldn't have been able to stop at that point. <laughs> Chip is super cool and awesome. He can stop stabbing people in the heart. <laughs> I bet you accidentally stab people in the heart all the time. That's because you're a loser. <laughs> Any sign? Chip asked. There's one more door in here. I think it leads to the bedroom. Chip followed MC into the dark room. He immediately noticed the windows blacked out. What's behind door number two? MC said to himself, Is that an attempt at a quip? Or... Yeah. Okay. Green fingers. <laughs> Before he or Chip could open it, the door swung open. Hello? No. How do you do hello in an Irish accent? Hello. Arr, arr. Hello. 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 Ryan said. Okay. You mean fiddly McDoodly? <laughs> MC raised his sword, waiting to be attacked. Can I help you? Look, I'm not in the mood for this. MC replied. I've had a really bad day. This guy next to me could be evil, but then again, he might not be. And I've lost the closest thing I've had to a father in years because the chief inspector of the Tokyo police force is some kind of superhuman who made a pact with the devil, which my friends and me have yet to discover. On top of that... The owner of the antique shop in town comes to my abandoned mansion and tells me that a vampire is killing children and worse. So let's cut the crap. 
I like how he says, <laughs> for some reason, the takeaway I got from there is owner of the antique shop <laughs> in town. Yeah, there's only one in Tokyo. <laughs> Dom like, took out all the competition. <laughs> he owns all the antiques. Uh, MC's had quite a bit of monologuing, hasn't he, in this I episode? It, I yeah. love it. I feel like it's all getting to him a little bit. He just needs to kind of vent, get all this stuff off his chest. Stab a vampire in the heart. <laughs> Ryan was a little taken back. Well, he said. Okay, let's do this. He morphed into his vampire face, letting the demon present itself, polluting his human features. <laughs> I bet I felt really cool writing that line. I was just typing away like... Linkin Park wrote this. (laughs) Polluting his human features. By the way, what's the name of this antique dealer? Why would we tell you that? Because once we're done here, I must pay him a visit and kill him. By the way, your friend was wrong. You don't kill children? Chip asked. Oh, no, I do. Just like men, women and the occasional puppy. It's just... Well, actions speak louder than words. Boys and girls, come out to play. As Ryan was finishing the sentence, about a dozen or so kids exited the bedroom and stood in front of him. All vampires. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not a fiddly McDoodly. He doesn't fiddle or doodle them. He just turns them. (laughs) You added a whole other dimension there that we hadn't even... You, you, um, mm-hmm. Green yeah. fingers. <laughs> so he's got an army of vampire children. Yeah. yeah no one he needs a bungalow. <laughs> oh, God. MC said as the horror hit him. Ryan wasn't just killing kids. He was siring them as well. I mean, I feel like we picked up on that. Yeah, yeah I didn't really need that line. <laughs> Want to meet my nearest recruit? Ryan asked. Brad, he called. A young boy stood at Ryan's side and said... Thanks, Dad. Who are these people? <laughs> they look angry. Your child vampire voice is excellent. Thank you. I believe we saw Brad in the last episode when Ryan turned oh, up outside the yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is dinner, son. You bastard. You turned your own kid. Chip said with disgust. Actually, no, I didn't. These are just children I pick from around. Wanna play with them? The children growled and hissed. The first two jumped forwards, looking to pin down MC and Chip. Chip stepped to the side and allowed the first vampire child to crash to the floor. He stuck his stake in the kid's back, piercing the heart. The second vampire didn't get a chance to attack MC as the ninja took his head clean off with his sword. I like how there's no hesitation though. It's not like, oh, but they look like children, we can't... It's like, nope, stab, slice. I guess in anything else that would have been a thing, like, oh, how do I kill these kids? Like, <laughs> the vampire, how do I kill these how kids? How do I kill these kids? <laughs> But, um, I mean, they had their little shock of horror. Like, they're mm. suitably disgusted, at least. They're not just like, whatever, and just, yeah. like, stabbing and chopping no, no, heads I'm, off. No, no, I'm not criticising you. It's just, yeah, you know, yeah. they recognise the unpleasant realities of yeah. dealing with vampire children. Yeah, it's not very nice. Man, they're going to be even more fucked up after this, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. They won't talk about it. <laughs> Until they go nose to nose and grab each other by their jacket pocket, and all the things fall out of their jacket pockets, and their green fingers get involved. Oh, God, make it stop. Well, go on, boys and girls. Kill these nice gentlemen, Ryan commanded. The rest of the vampires sprung forwards and attacked. The first one reached MC. He lifted his boot and kicked the child back into three more. Two more came towards MC. He spun round, slicing through their necks, decapitating both. Like how MC just sparta kicked a child. (laughs) And then cut two of their heads off in one swing. Chip staked the first child that came to him easily, but then he was set upon by four more. 
they forced him to the ground. He kicked the two on his feet away, and another entered the fray. Does that rhyme? Kinda. <laughs> he kicked the two on his feet away, but another entered the fray. Ah, yeah. yeah I... <laughs> it's because you're writing an Irish character, <laughs> getting a little bit of, sort of sing-song lilt in there. As two of the vampire children held Chip's arms, the third tried to bite his neck. Chip rolled his legs back over his head, putting the vamp by his neck into a headlock and then throwing him. He continued to roll backwards and managed to twist his arm, shaking one vampire off his arm. Are you following this? I think so. I okay. got, yeah, yeah. He was sort of on the ground and he reached back, grabbed the vamp with his legs and yeah. then threw them forward. Yeah. Yeah. And then did some more twisting. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm on board. The other, a young girl, clung to his arm tightly. Chip looked at her face and couldn't help but feel a little guilty. He punched her hard in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Smack. Do you remember when... In the last season, when he beat that guy to death because he was so sorry, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that. He's just like grab this little girl vampire and he's just smash him in the face, going, "Oh God, this is so horrible! I'm I so feel sorry, so bad. I'm sorry." I <laughs> oh, God, I need to get something to hit you with. I'll just look at my jacket pocket. <laughs> Chip looked at her face and couldn't help but feel a little guilty. He punched her hard in the face, and she went sailing back, crashing through one of the blacked-out windows. She would have landed inside the car that was pulled up beside the house, but she turned to dust instantly. That was one of the things that was never that consistent in Buffy and Angel. How long it took for them to... Yes. Sometimes they'd be on fire. Sometimes Mm. they just disappear straight away. Mm. So maybe it depends on your strength and health as a vampire. Yeah, and how important you are to the plot and how how poignant the moment is. Maybe it's like, you know, some people get sunburnt easier. Oh, that's true, that's true. But also the convenience plot thing. Yeah. Three vampires fighting with MC also caught fire and died as they were exposed to the harsh light of day. There was now a strip of sunlight streaming across the bungalow front room. Only five vampire children remained, including Brad. They took a step back to avoid being burnt. How could you do this to my children? Ryan shouted. My children! Oh yeah, we established last time he was a Mormon. Oh, yeah! Oh, my God, so he's teaching them all about religion and stuff. And well, you know, he's going door to door. Yeah, yeah, he's got a nice neighbourhood home. No, uh, has lots of kids. Nice, nice. Well, he did. Yeah, sorry. I mean, five is still quite a lot. <laughs> still too many. Not disagreeing. They weren't yours! MC shouted back. Without warning, he threw his sword. It spun round, decapitating two vamps. That's quite impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Chip also threw his weapon, letting his first stake go with tremendous force and following up by spinning round, fishing out the bit of fence in his jacket pocket as he did and releasing it when he came to face the vampires. The most impressive part is him sorting through his jacket pocket <laughs> for the exact thing he needed. The wooden stakes flew into two of the undead hearts. They were dust. No! 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 Brian kept saying. Only he and Brad remained. Say what you want about the evil Irish Mormon vampire, but he does have very strong paternal instincts. <laughs> he sure does. Maybe send them to fight two ninjas was not the best idea. I guess he didn't know they were ninjas, but... I guess it's it's like how evil vampires show their... It's like taking your kid to football or or something. The equivalent in oh, evil vampire thing. Right. Oh, you know? oh yeah, yeah. Come on, Let's Jimmy. You cream. haven't murdered as many <laughs> nuns as your sister. Keep up. Daddy... Why did they send my brothers and sisters away? Brad asked. Ryan didn't reply. He fell to his knees and all the while screaming. 
I'm going to go to the back of the room for this one. <laughs> Sorry, neighbours. <laughs> they were my children! Mine! <laughs> what I really... hope nobody's on like a conference call where they're working and one of the neighbour houses. Imagine hearing that through the wall. <laughs> they killed them, didn't they? Brad asked. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get them. <laughs> Brad's so threatening. <laughs> Brad turned and faced MC and Chip. The two ninjas walked forward, looking to end it all. He hissed at the ninjas. <laughs> I'll get you. He hissed at the ninjas as came at them. Brad tried to claw MC, who just lay back to avoid the contact. Brad turned his attention to Chip. He threw a punch, which Chip easily blocked, and then staked the vampire child. It was over. I thought for a second they were going to do like a bullying thing where they were just like pushing the kid between the two of them. <laughs> like just giving a punch or a kick in or something. MC and Chip had killed all the vampire children and Ryan was still on his knees on the brink of tears. My children, what have you done? MC crossed the room, walking past the flawed vampire and picked up his sword. He went back to Ryan and aimed the sword at his neck. No, Ryan said more to himself. This, is, this isn't the end. Not again! As MC pulled the blade back, preparing to slice through Ryan's neck, the vampire got to his feet quickly and shoved MC back, knocking him to the ground and tried to make a break for it. He went for the broken window. Despite the path being bathed in the morning sunshine, he'd make it into the blacked-out car before he caught a light. I'm not sure if if they're saying that he could make it into the blacked-out car or he did make it into the blacked-out car. Yeah, it's And again, this is the thing where he doesn't instantly turn to dust because plot convenience. Because he's Irish? Yeah. (laughs) But he should be more susceptible to the sun. (laughs) No, he's a vampire Irish, so it's like opposite. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) Chip set off also, intent on stopping the vampire so he wouldn't get loose on the world. He managed to take Ryan out with a rugby tackle. Ryan hit the floor hard and immediately tried to roll out of the direct path of light, but Chip tried to pin him down. As smoke started to rise from Ryan's body, he managed to shift his weight and roll out of the way. Chip kept his grip like a snake with its prey. The rolled around on the floor for a bit until Chip finally got Ryan pinned to the floor and with a stake at his heart. So he's just... he's taking a long time to fry, isn't he? He is, he is. Why? MC said. Why did you do it? Do we mean MC here? Do we mean Chip? He's yelling from inside the bungalow. <laughs> Just looking out the window. Oh, you kids! <laughs> you really want to know? Ryan asked. The things I've seen would haunt you in your sleep. I won't be sleeping much tonight. A little callback from Chip there to mm. what Dom said earlier about how he's cool and he doesn't go to bed. <laughs> they say vampires are immortal. I wouldn't know. I've only been damned for about a year now. Maybe not even that long. I forget. Strange how they say you're damned for all eternity when you are turned. Most vampires don't see it like that. How can you be damned if you live forever, right? This is a really fucking long conversation. (laughs) I know, right? He's slowly being set on fire. (laughs) It's like, well, you know, I've always been a philosophical bent of mine, so, you know, I've been thinking about all this a lot. (laughs) My mum was a poor child growing up. (laughs) It all started when I was five. Oh, God, I hope we're having Irish listeners. (laughs) Why, children, Chip said aggressively, pushing the stake closer to Ryan's heart. I mean, how is he not on fire? He goes against all the rules. <laughs> because I was damned before I became a vampire. Funny the things you see in life. 
Not just in your undead lifetime either. When I was alive, I had a family, a wife and two kids. Me wife Eve, she was a real stunner, you know. Long red hair, big pouty lips and silk skin. Silk skin? <laughs> silk was, skin? <laughs> he, he made a dummy. <laughs> oh, she was beautiful. <laughs> Me and her myself. <laughs> Me mum did the sewing. <laughs> I just wanted to say me mum again. <laughs> the bitch was sleeping with half her friend's husbands though. Still I had me kids. No matter how rough life got, I always had them. Sometimes I would just sit and watch them for hours while they slept. Creepy. <laughs> then one night, whilst they were sleeping, something went wrong. The earth started to shake. I thought it must have been an earthquake, but it seemed to get stronger and stronger. Unlike my Irish accent, which is really getting away from me now. <laughs> it's getting more authentic. <laughs> to kids. To, to kids? Turning <laughs> 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 <Tending> Yorkshire. <laughs> The kids woke up and went downstairs. We saw Eve. She was being eaten alive by this gigantic blue monster. (gasps) It ripped her apart. The kids and me tried to escape through the back, but it shot a fireball at us. I hit me head, and when I woke up, I was next to my kids' bodies. Or at least, what looked like them. The dental records confirmed they were my children. Anyways, a couple of weeks later, I got turned. It was my second chance to be a father again. Ooh. Consequences. No, right? And he's still not on fire. He's just said all that in a very, very loose Irish accent. He's got a fire extinguisher and he keeps pausing to douse himself. <laughs> Is MC like holding like one of those big leafs over them or yeah. something like that? Giant blue monster. MC retorted. The one. Chip realised. The hell demon he had raised to kill his friend. The monster that he hadn't been able to control and that nearly destroyed the city and the world. The demon that forced Chip to kill himself to send it back. You mean heroic Heroic sacrifice? sacrifice. Yeah, I'll just go back in there. Type that in, I think. It had a name! Ryan said laughing. Man, that thing knew how to have a good time. I mean, it killed his family... Like, I, I thought he was he's a demon, though. He's all vampire evilly. But wasn't he all sad about it, and that's why he kills kids, so he has more kids? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Your writing is very consistent. <laughs> Shut up! Chip yelled as he staked Ryan, who still hadn't caught fire, apparently. They must, I reckon they must have been in the uh, under shade somehow, and you just didn't yeah, write that in. Yeah, otherwise... maybe. Or maybe he was just like really like his skin was all burning away. That, that would have been quite a cool image, I think. Him For delivering like that angry monologue. Five minutes, though. Yeah. <laughs> Chip's body hit the floor as Ryan exploded to dust. He stayed there, trying to comprehend what was happening. Dozens of kids had just died because last year he let a hell demon loose on the world. A lot more people died than that. I'm not, <laughs> sorry, Chip. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> like 10, maybe 11. Some people had a bit of a bruise, maybe. He hadn't really thought too much about the lives destroyed because of him. Isn't that all he's been doing? <laughs> well, he felt guilt and remorse for what he had done, but Chit had never been close up and personal with those lives affected. Okay, that's good. More more things for him to brood about. Yeah, and you know, he says he hasn't been up and close with the people he affected, apart from MC, Louise, Jay, <laughs> Tifa, Shinno Khan, Dom. <laughs> MC also knew. He turned his back on Chip. He had, underlined for some reason, <laughs> seen the destruction the one had caused and had nearly been killed fighting it. 
he went to walk out the front door when he heard a car screech away. Chip had gone out of the window and taken Ryan's car. Oh God, has he gone fucking evil again? I, but he was already out of the window. Had gone out of the window. He followed Ryan outside. Maybe they took him inside to finish the chat <laughs> so he didn't get set on fire. Are we sure, like... Did Ryan make it outside? Because we weren't sure... Oh, that's a good point. There was a whole text about, like, he would have made it, maybe. So maybe he was actually still in the house. Okay. Does that make more sense? Yes, it does. Okay, because we've had a lot of confusing stuff in the last few episodes, let's just go with this. Yeah. Say he was in the house. We'll do the whole thing again, right from the top. Let's go. <laughs> Louise had finished her warm-up stretches and tied two bandages around her hands. She looked at the punch bag hanging from the wall as if it were her mortal enemy. She tried her best to remember any ninja fighting stances or punches. Not much came to her. In fact, nothing did. She hit the bag and immediately a pain shot up her right hand. Jay tried to watch television, but his mind wasn't into the American comedy. (laughs) Untitled American comedy. (laughs) Hi, welcome back to sitcom. (laughs) Now up next, sketch show. He was worried about MC and wanted him to be home, where it was usually safe. I like how you... Yeah, I mean... Well... um. Jay had noticed things had been going downhill lately, and he didn't like it. Hasn't it just permanently been going downhill ever since, like, the very first episode? Uh, um, Yeah, kind of. Yeah. As MC sat at the traffic lights in his DeSoto, he reached into the dashboard for his mobile phone. He wanted to let the guys know he was on his way home. As he rummaged around, something fell out. MC picked it up off the floor and examined it. It was a photograph of him, Chip and Shinno Khan from the dojo when they had been students, still learning the craft of ninja. It hit MC then and there that things would never be the same again. I mean, I feel like you should have realised that a little while ago, to be honest. <laughs> Something's different. I can't put my finger on it. Chip had dumped the car about a mile away and had decided to walk. He didn't know where he was going, but Chip knew he was tired. It's because he's been up since five in the morning. (laughs) No, he didn't sleep. Oh, no. (laughs) Tired from the thoughts in his head, the guilt ravaging his body, and from life. Oh, we all feel a bit like that, mate. Don't worry. (laughs) He came to an alley and found an old blanket that had probably belonged to a hobo at one point. He draped it over his body and kept on walking, letting the tears slip from his eyes and onto the blanket. Why does the blanket make it sadder? I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's a hobo blanket. <laughs> and he's picked it up. It's, it's a discarded hobo blanket. Like, there was a hobo who looked at the blanket and was like, ooh, a bit grown. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Chip's just so not used to crying that he was like, oh, I must catch the moisture. What is this? <laughs> the young girl in the picture was Tifa Lockhart as she finished her last day at the police academy. It seemed such a long time ago now. She had seen and learnt so much. Going from being a rookie in a uniform to a tough detective and then getting the sack from the job she loved so. Looking at her old photos helped calm her down in situations like this. It was reassuring that she has at least accomplished something in her life. Tifa checked the pregnancy test again (gasps) to double check the result. Oh god, I don't want kids. And that's where we're going to end (laughs) episode I don't even want fictional me to have kids. This is the worst, most tragic thing. This is worse than the one. This is worse than Shinokar dying. Why are you running out of the room? Come back, we're not finished yet. You have to pay imaginary alimony. Put that coat hanger down! <laughs> Whoa, there's a cliffhanger for oh, you. No. Blimey. Tifa is pregnant. Yeah. The prophecy about MC's son. Mm. Was it a son or was it just child? I think it was son, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Oh my god. This, 
Okay, what do we think of this episode, MC? Because there's so much to unpick here. Um, longest vampire turning into dust <laughs> monologue ever. Uh huh. Yep. Um, but he was inside. We've established that. That's, that's true. Now. That's so true. We've that's true. the whole thing. So yes, um, good thing we we're going back to uh, Chip being evil again because I feel like <laughs> he hasn't really mentioned that for a while. No, he's got a sad hobo blanket. He's not evil. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, he's, he's fucked off again, so we don't know well, where he's gone. I, I guess the theme of this uh, episode was uh, things coming home for people. Mm-hmm. You know, Chip realising the uh, consequences of his actions, yep. MC realising Shinokan is gone, yep. Tifa realising that she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, Louise realising she's no longer a ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Jay. Making coffee. Making coffee, watching American comedies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, this has been a bit of a theme as well towards the end of these episodes as well. Mm. We just kind of check in with everyone. Mm. I think we've done it at start episodes as well. It's like, mm. here's what Chip's doing. Here, Chip. <laughs> here's what Chip is doing. Here's what MC's doing. Here's what his Tifa. And, um, this one is very, it feels very much like uh, American film. Yes. Amer- American comedy. American comedy film. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the whole gang is very uh, fragmented right now. Yeah. And even though they kind of came together after the whole portal fiasco, I think everything with Chip is still there. Yeah. And it feels like Again, with this season, there hasn't been one long arc in terms of, like, Harato's always been there doing yeah. stuff and yeah. fucking with the gang. But now it's like, oh, they were ported away, and now we're going to get back to Chip and his uh, guilt and whatever what he calls and the one and stuff like that. And it's just a lot of <laughs> a lot of layers. <laughs> I feel a bit guilty about saying <laughs> yeah. that. But there's a lot going on, is yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to sorry, say. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm throwing a lot of the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you throw shit at the wall, it does stick, so... Shall we see what next week's episode is called, Let's MC? Do that. Let's do that. <laughs> next week's episode is called Evangel- Evangelina? Evangelina. Yeah. Cool. Next week's episode, MC, is called Evangelina. Evangela. Evangela? Ev- Evangelina? Evangelina. It's called something like that, MC. Eva. Eva, Eva plus some other letters. <laughs> well. <laughs> I th- the point is, it's got angel in it. <laughs> oh. That's how you have to say it then. Eve, Angel, Ina. Is this? Did you just Eve write Angelina. the female version of Angel so Eve, that Chip can make out with her? Eve Angelina. That's how we're going to say it. Okay. Next week's episode is called Eve Angelina, which has a lot of syllables. Definitely. And, <laughs> hey, if you know what Eve Angelina means, there's numerous <laughs> ways in which you can get in touch. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And we're also on Twitter, at How I Ripped Off. And you can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And please leave us a rating and a review. Uh, can you do these things separately? I don't know. Do both. Do both. Yeah, do all of them. Do all yeah, of them. Come do it in a bad Irish accent. Make another account and leave us another review. Oh, yeah. Beat the system. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do that myself. We'll have hundreds of great reviews by the end of this. <laughs> And we'll see you uh, next time uh, for the confusing episode called Evangelina. Yeah, I think that's a name. I'm pretty sure it's a name. So we think it's a name of something then. Yeah. So a new character. Mm. New voice. Mm. Excellent. Oh, no. (laughs) Everyone, stay safe, stay well, stay indoors. Look after yourselves, your friends, your family, and your loved ones. Come and say hello to us if you get bored. Mm -hmm. And we'll bring you some more How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer action next week.